Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 14th of June 2023 and the CPI numbers are outcast and the inflation in US is at 4%. Now look, I was via LinkedIn a few months ago. I did actually do a survey asking people where do they get the inflation numbers from and surprisingly guys, over 97% could not give the right answer. As a matter of fact, I did have an option. The correct website was the least selected by people. So it's really critical guys when you're looking at information. You need to look at information from the first source and so far as inflation is concerned guys, the inflation numbers are only available via the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So we'll very briefly talk about what the inflation numbers are and what kind of an impact will have on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now unfortunately guys, Decrypt and Coindesk did provide an article stating that the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies such as Ethereum marginally pumped up. However, that is not necessarily true. And the prices have gone back once again. So we'll definitely go ahead and explain that news in detail. There's also some massive prediction done by none other than Michael Saylor. Now look guys, personally I'm not a fan of Michael Saylor. Everything he says about Bitcoin need not 100% be true. Now there are parts of what he's saying that I agree to. And there are quite a lot of things that I disagree to. Now he's given our prediction that the price of Bitcoin and the market cap of Bitcoin will be 10x than what it is currently at. I kind of disagree to it, so we'll definitely go ahead and talk about what that is. And what he's saying is that with regulatory clarity, the price of Bitcoin in particular will definitely go 10x times. So we'll definitely go ahead and look at that. Now regarding North Korea, guys, we have some update and looks like hackers has swiped over $100 million worth of funds. And unfortunately, guys, the response from the team is absolutely none. And this is absolutely terrible. So we'll definitely go ahead and look at that. And guys, we have some news from Germany. And looks like Germany is definitely taking leaps and bounds so far as artificial intelligence is concerned and even Web 3.0 is concerned and a sporting giant called Spuma. They are launching Web 3 experience so we'll definitely go ahead and talk about it. And yesterday guys while I was just surfing the internet I did see news regarding artificial intelligence. Essentially what that news is that a sermon in a church was done by using ChatGPT and it was done in Germany. So it looks like Germany is definitely taking leaps and bounds so far as technology is concerned. Now guys like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, we're going to be discussing two news from the UAE and the Middle East. And the first news is all the way from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And the news is that Blockchain Research Institute has partnered with Saudi Arabia's IR4 Labs to spur blockchain adoption in Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now this news is massive guys because Dr. Don Tapscott who's the co-founder of BRI is also part of this news and listen guys, Dr. Don Tapscott is probably the most influential person for making blockchain known what it is. Now I wouldn't necessarily call him as the OG of Bitcoin but so far as blockchain technology is concerned, the entire world is talking about blockchain technology and that is only because of Dr. Don Tapscott so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss what the news is regarding IO4 Labs and their partnership with Prime. And the second news guys once again is regarding artificial intelligence and lately guys I'm seeing quite a lot of news regarding artificial intelligence and this news is regarding the Dubai Future Academy and the news is that the Dubai Future Academy is empowering 100 government employees by unleashing potential of generative artificial intelligence to elevate government work so we'll definitely go out and talk about that. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode so let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. 
we'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee Tate has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto & Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto & Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto & Coffee Day, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Shalu Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now instead of E, they've replaced it with Web 3 and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys, listen, Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmates.xyz and once again guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information and in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.premint.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out and they have a discord community as well and guys Nick who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates has a whatsapp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, 
go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now unfortunately, because the inflation numbers were out, people were anticipating that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will be on the verge of pumping up. And to be honest guys, the inflation numbers, or as I like to say, by the inflation numbers are not that bad, but they are definitely not great either. If you look at mainstream media, they are portraying that the inflation numbers are going down. Now, mind you guys, the ideal inflation numbers should be somewhere between the 1-2%. to It is more than double of what it is. Now, as of now, the inflation number is at 4% and we'll talk about that in a bit. But before that, we'll look at the impact it has had on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because the global cryptocurrency market, guys, is exactly the same as yesterday at $1.06 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it is marginally pumped out by 0.61%. Now, what I tend to do is, guys, every time there is a massive announcement, let's say regarding the inflation numbers, or when Federal Chair Jerome Powell announces the interest rate hike, what I tend to do is I tend to look at these numbers few hours before the announcement, while the announcement is being made, and few hours after the announcement. Now, what I have learned is that three to four hours after the announcement has been made, or after the inflation numbers are out, what happens is that mainstream media picks up this news, they put in their own fake narrative and that actually drives the price either in an upwards or downwards direction. But unfortunately, this time that has not happened and the global cryptocurrency market is completely flat and the total cryptocurrency market volume over the last 24 hours is only at $30.77 billion and since the last 24 hours, it has marginally gone up by 6.43%. 
the volume gas in DFA is ridiculously low, it is only at $2.07 billion and the total ready log guys is on a downtrend and it is at $42.91 billion, Lido is still dominating with 29.50% and so far as the total value locked is concerned, it is at $12.66 billion and DeFi guys accounts for 6.62% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. Now let's quickly look at the 24 hour volume and in today's episode guys I'm going to be breaking down and giving you a basic explanation on what Curve Finance is. Now the number one so far as the 24 hour volume is concerned is Uniswap and it is at $871.41 million followed by PancakeSwap at $421.97 million, Core Finance at $195.09 million and the number 4 guys is Dodo at $88.21 million and look guys, I've been noticing this only since the last few days is that whenever the volume of Dodo goes up, the volume of Uniswap goes up as well. When the volume of Dodo goes down, the volume of Uniswap goes down as well and to be honest at this point of time, I really am not sure what the correlation is, but if you are someone who is working in the DeFi space, definitely, definitely an area to check out. And the number fifth is Balancer, and its 24-hour volume is 72.15 million dollars, and the volume guys of stable coins is once again ridiculously low, only at 29.53 billion dollars. And stable coins guys still accounts for 95.95% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume, and Tether USDT is still leading the pack with $21.52 billion followed by Circle USDC at $3.07 billion and Binance BUSD guys. The volume is ridiculously low at $2.43 billion and if you look at Binance BUSD's market cap, it is down to $4.51 billion. Circle USDC's market cap guys is $28.17 billion. If you look at it, Circle USDC's market cap and if you compare it let's say with the 24-hour trading volume, you can make an assessment stating that the volume is around the 10% of its market cap but in case of Tether USDT guys, for some odd reason the market cap has been increasing. It has gone up to $83.49 billion whereas the 24-hour trading volume is relatively the same at $21.52 billion. Now what has happened guys since the announcement, unfortunately the worst currencies that were hit were surprisingly XRP and it is down by 4.75%, Wu Network is down by 4.39% and if you look at Wu Network for the past 7 days, it is down by well over 28.53% and as I mentioned yesterday guys, all the NFT and metaverse related protocols have been having the worst week since the last 7 days and there was anticipation that once the inflation numbers will be out, maybe we might get a breather. Unfortunately that has not happened. Now let's quickly look at guys, the market cap, 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum and after that what I'm going to be doing is, I'm going to be looking at the decentralized apps that are currently working on Ethereum. Now it's going to be really interesting to know if you listeners are actually using the so-called decentralized apps and that guys is the true use case or will give us an indication if cryptocurrencies are actually mainstream. Now the market cap of Bitcoin is $502 billion whereas Ethereum is ridiculously down to $209 billion. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is $12.5 billion whereas Ethereum is $5.44 billion. Now just since the last few days as a matter of fact since Monday, Bitcoin's dominance has been slightly pumping up and it is at 47.60% and Ethereum's dominance is down to 19.90% and Michael Selegas in an interview with Bloomberg did actually say that once they get regulatory clarity and once shitcoins do actually disappear which most likely will not happen, the dominance of Bitcoin should be somewhere on the 80% mark. Now that is an area guys which I 100% agree to but we'll definitely look at that when I go ahead and discuss what his predictions are. 
Now let's look at the decentralized apps that are currently working on Ethereum. And guys, what you can do is in case you want to check this data, you can go to dapradar.com and then you can look at it at a protocol level or you can look at it at a macro level as well. So in today's episode, let me just run through the top three decentralized apps that are currently working only on Ethereum. Now mind you guys, some of them are working on other blockchain protocols as well. So let's say some of them are working on Algorand, some of them are working on Polygon Matic, some of them are working on Binance BNB chain. Now the number one is Uniswap version 3. And if you look at the total value of assets in decentralized app smart contract, it is at $1.77 billion. The number second is Uniswap version 2. Now mind you guys, Uniswap version 2 is currently working only via Ethereum. It is at 711 0.38 million dollars and third guys is OpenSea and if you're someone who's working in the NFT space or just got into the cryptocurrency world post 2020 you should know that OpenSea is a marketplace that deals with NFTs but if you look at the total value of assets and decentralized apps guys it is only at 62,096 dollars so look at the difference guys Uniswap version 3 is number one the value of assets in DApp smart contract is 1.77 billion dollars OpenSea, despite having a terrible week for NFTs in the last 7 days, it is only at roughly around $63,000. This is absolutely scary. And guys, what you can do is via dapradar.com, you can also look at the total amount of incoming value to decentralized app smart contract. And surprisingly guys, the volume for OpenSea is not looking good at all. Currently, it only stands at $2.87 million, whereas Uniswap version 3 is at $1.48 billion. Now this number does make sense for Uniswap because it is a decentralized exchange so people do actually tend to buy and sell quite a lot. Now that thing being said the volume in OpenSea is ridiculously low and mind you guys we are talking about the volume for the entire world dealing in NFTs and OpenSea is definitely a leader. Now there were talks about Blur overtaking OpenSea but unfortunately Blur protocol is definitely fallen down way below. Now in today's episode guys I'm going to be giving out very basic level information on what core finance is. And as of today, 14th of June, the 24-hour volume is at $195.09 million. Now, Core Finance, the ticker symbol cars is called as CRE, and it is also called as Core DAO Token or Core Decentralized Autonomous Organization Token. Now, via Coin Market Cap, it is currently ranked at number 66. Now, let me try to give out very basic level information, guys. Cause Core or CRE is a decentralized exchange for stable coins that uses an automated market maker also called as AMM, to manage liquidity. And Curve, guys, did actually launch in the first quarter of 2020. And Curve, as you know, guys, now is synonymous with decentralized finance or DeFi phenomenon and has seen a significant growth in the second half of 2020. Now, in August of 2020, Curve did launch a decentralized autonomous organization or DAO with its house token called as CRV and the DAO uses Ethereum-based creation tool Aragon to connect multiple smart contracts used for users deposited liquidity. But one thing to remember guys is that issues such as governance differ from Aragon in the waiting and other prospects. Now I won't go into details of what Curve Finance is but so far as the founder is concerned guys, the founder of Curve is Michael Agarov who is a Russian scientist who has various experience in cryptocurrency related enterprise and in 2015 he co-founded and became the CTO of NeoCypher which was a cryptocurrency business building privacy preserving infrastructure and protocols and Eurogogas is also the founder of Decentralized Bank and Loans Network called as Loan Coin and Curve's regular team is part of CRV allocation structure and will receive tokens according to a two-year vesting schedule as part of the initial launch and an interesting thing guys to you know in August of 2020 
he did actually say that he overreacted by locking up a large amount of CRV tokens as a response to Yuan Finance's voting power and he did actually award himself 71% of governance in the process. This is definitely not ideal. Now let me very briefly go ahead and explain what makes Curve Finance unique. Now Curve guys has gained considerable attention by following its remit as an AMM specifically for stablecoin trading. So the launch of the DAO and CRV token brought in further profitability, giving CRVs use for governance as it is awarded to users based on liquidity commitment and length of ownership. And guys, in 2020, the volume in DeFi definitely exploded and the explosion in DeFi trading did actually ensure Curve's longevity with AMMs turning over huge amounts of liquidity and associated user profits. Unfortunately, guys, the volume has definitely died down since 2022. Now, one thing to note is that Curve caters to anyone involved in DeFi activities such as deal farming, liquidity mining, as well as those looking to maximize returns without risk by holding notionally non-volatile stable coins and the platform guys makes money by charging a modest fee which is paid to liquidity providers now listen guys if you do want to find out more information regarding curve finance the website is curve.fi now there is another website as well unfortunately guys that does not work in uae so most likely might have to use a vpn or something but the website in order to learn more about curve finance is guides dot co dot five so let me know what your thoughts are guys are you someone who's actually using curve finance or is it something only used by techs and nerds most likely i'm leaning towards the second part now guys let's look at the king of all kings that is bitcoin now the price of bitcoin did marginally pump up and i'm literally talking about one percent or maybe less than one percent when the announcement of interest rate was out but if you look at it since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.86 percent and as of today, 14th of June, it stands at $25,926. And since the last seven days, it is down by 3.01%. Ethereum is currently at $1,744. It is down by 0.40% since the last 24 hours. And since the last seven days, it is down by 6.63%. And surprisingly, guys, Binance BNB coin is up by 3.90%. And it is currently at $247. Now, could it be possible that the reason Binance BNB coin is up is because yesterday in my podcast, I did talk about Binance US. They did actually hire former members of staff from SAC and these staff members, guys, were in a top position. I do think that could be the reason why people are under the assumption that Binance might just win the case. But if you look at the price of Binance BNB coin since the last seven days, it is down by 10.82%. Now, yesterday, guys, while the Bureau of Labor Statistics website, the Biden inflation numbers were out. And looks like the inflation is definitely going down, but it is definitely not the best. And what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website. It does give you a detailed breakdown. And listen, guys, I've been seeing quite a lot of incorrect news regarding inflation, what the definition is, how it is calculated. If you actually go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website, at the bottom of the page, it gives you very detailed and specific information on how inflation number is calculated. Now, I really wanted to discuss this in my episode, but I thought it might take well over 20 or 30 minutes. But most likely in the near future, I'll make an episode explaining what inflation is and how it is calculated. So listen, guys, if you do want to find out how inflation is calculated, what are the metrics that they use, go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website, scroll to the bottom of the page. It gives you detailed, very compact information. Unfortunately, guys, because of this news, people were anticipating that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will actually pump up. Now Decrypt did actually publish an article stating that Bitcoin and Ethereum rises as inflation eases to 4%. But if you read through the article guys, there is 99.99% information 
regarding the inflation, but no information regarding the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum. They just have few statements stating that the price of Bitcoin did rise up by less than 2% and Ethereum rose by 0.86% or in that range. And as I said guys earlier, while the inflation number has been out, what I tend to do is 3-4 to four hours before the announcement, I tend to check the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies while the announcement has been made or while the announcement of interest rate is published on the website. I look at the price and 3-4 to four hours after the announcement is made, I once again try to look at the price because what happens is mainstream media puts out fake narrative and that actually drives the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies either in the upward or downward direction and that's one of the reasons why I always say is having a lot of information is not important. Getting information from the four sources and so far as inflation is concerned guys, the force or rather the only source of information is the Bureau of Labor Statistics website. Now listen to this guys, Coindesk did actually publish an article. I definitely think that that is clickbait because it states that the price of Bitcoin rises and if you actually read through the article, it does not mention absolutely anything regarding Bitcoin and Ethereum. Definitely clickbait. It all talks about the interest rate hike and this is the reason guys, make sure you do your own research and talking about research guys, there is a notorious character in the Bitcoin world particularly making random predictions and Michael Saylor did actually predict that Bitcoin will reach 10x once we get regulatory clarity. Now important to note guys, he has made several such predictions and if you actually follow him on Twitter, he does provide quite a lot of fake news and misleading information particularly regarding Bitcoin. Now the reason why I say it's fake news is because the information that he gives out is 100% wrong. Things like Bitcoin has never had a downtime which is definitely not true. Bitcoin has had several downtimes. Some of the downtime has gone for well over 7 hours. He also said that 1 Bitcoin is equal to 1 Bitcoin. Once again not true. The fungibility aspect of Bitcoin is nowhere in comparison to Monero. Now mind you guys, I absolutely like Bitcoin but I definitely do not agree to what Michael Saylor is saying. Now in an interview with Bloomberg, he did actually say that regulatory clarity is going to drive Bitcoin adoption by eliminating the confusion and anxiety that has been holding back institutional investors. So what I'd recommend you to do is guys, nonetheless whether you like him or not, via his Twitter account, he did post a video of his interview, I believe it is roughly around 4-6 to six minutes long. Make sure that you watch it because some of the things that he says does make a lot of sense because he did actually say that Bitcoin is universally acknowledged as a digital commodity. I kind of 100% agree to it and another statement that he actually said is that the next Bitcoin is Bitcoin and I 100% agree to it. But other than that guys, there's a lot of fake news and incorrect information that he often provides regarding Bitcoin and this is because guys, he only got introduced to Bitcoin in 2020. And most likely guys, he's still in the learning process. Now guys, let's discuss some unfortunate news and this is regarding atomic wallets and how it is connected to North Korea. So the news is that North Korean hackers swipe $100 million from atomic wallet users and according to Eleptic, which is an analytical firm, they are stating that an estimated 5,500 crypto wallets have been affected by the attack and Cointelegraph guys, they have reported that Atomic Wallet, which is a non-custodial decentralized wallet, has been hit with a staggering exploit, leading to users reporting losses of the entire cryptocurrency portfolios. This enforcing breach guys has sent shockwaves through the crypto community as Atomic Wallet's fundamental premise guys relies on users assuming full responsibility for storing the asset securely. Now guys, this begs this big question. Do you prefer a centralized exchange or a distributed or decentralized exchange where you are in full control of your assets? In case of a hack like this, your funds are completely gone. Now mind you guys, something similar did actually happen in Binance. 
I believe it was in 2018 or 19, and Binance did actually give all the funds back to the customers, and that's where they have this hashtag, funds are safer. And mind you guys, these are the dangers when we talk about decentralized finance, because who's going to take responsibility? The software developers of the wallet do not have any legal responsibility, because what they have done is they have made it completely decentralized. And one thing to note guys, that the losses from Atomic Wallet heist has now skyrocketed to $100 million, which compromised an estimated 5,500 crypto wallets. Now this is where it gets really sad guys. Atomic Wallet has yet to provide any explanation regarding the root cause of these substantial losses. And this has led to mourning concern for frustrated users who are anxiously waiting clarification. But when we talk about decentralization of distributed nature, who is going to provide customer service? And I'm not sure if legally anyone is required in order to go out and provide any response as well. And mind you guys, this is one of the reasons why I always say, when you talk about decentralization of distributed nature, the customer service is going to be absolutely pathetic because no centralized entity is involved or rather responsible in providing customer service or after sale service or in case of hacks like this or for any support as well. Now guys, let's discuss some news regarding Germany. And yesterday guys, Puma launches 3D Metaverse experience called as Black Station which is an experiential home for product drops built to provide unbridled access for Puma Pass NFT holders and the experience causes for everyone to explore but only those possessing the RB tokens airdropped to Puma Pass holders can purchase a digital sneaker called as Rule Breaker and claim two digital wearables. Now the time of writing guys, the RB tokens currently were hovering at 0.0125 Ethereum. If you do want to find out more information and if you're a sneakerhead, particularly let's say dealing with Puma, you definitely definitely need to check it out and if you want to look at the experience, it is at Blackstation puma.com now this news is interesting guys because i do have another podcast series called as the race space podcast where i talk about fitness i talk about obstacle course race and hybrid fitness and one of the biggest events of us fitness is concerned is called as high rocks and puma guys is actually one of the main sponsors for high rocks now, if you're someone who's into fitness you definitely need to check out high rocks because there is a massive event coming up on the 2nd of September at the World Trade Center. Now guys, let's discuss some news regarding the Bar UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news is all the way from Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And the news is that Blockchain Research Institute partners with Saudi Arabia i4 Labs to spur blockchain adoption in Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So let me try to give out bits and pieces of information because the Blockchain Research Institute in the Middle East, also called as BRIME, has partnered with IR4 Labs which is a Saudi-based company focused on disruptive technologies like blockchain and artificial intelligence. And the partnership, guys, aims to promote and expand the adoption of blockchain technology in Saudi Arabia and the MENA region. And the signing ceremony took place at the headquarters of the Center of Digital Entrepreneurship, also called a SCORE in Riyadh, under the auspices of Saudi Arabia's Ministry of Communication and IT, also called as MCIT. And Dr. Don Tapscott, guys, is the co-founder of RBI and a renowned global blockchain expert. He did actually attend the ceremony from Canada. Now look guys, if you want to find out everything about blockchain technology, there's only one person I can think of as responsible for making blockchain what it is. And that person is Dr. Don Tapscott and even his son, Alex Tapscott. So do your own research about Dr. Don Tapscott. Now going back to the news, representatives from various Saudi governmental and private entities, including MCIT, Communication Space and Technology Commission, Saudi Aramco Entrepreneurship, plug-and-play and Canadian Embassy were present and BRI, me and Eiffel Labs will collaborate on blockchain technology research, consulting and solutions development. They will also cooperate in organizing blockchain events 
training programs and workshops in Saudi Arabia and the MENA region, and Majid Al-Fafifi, who is the CEO of Wildfire Labs, expressed pride in the partnership and its potential to strengthen Saudi Arabia's possession and blockchain industry, and Mohammed Al-Khandri, the Chief Technology Officer of Wildfire Labs, highlighted the significance of partnering with the world's largest blockchain think tank for advancing the blockchain adoption in the region, and Ali Dudkas, who is the managing partner and founder of Blockchain Research ME, expressed pride in joining forces with Wildfire Labs and the shared mission of fostering blockchain technology interest in Saudi Arabia, and both the firm's cars announced the first upcoming event called as the Web3 Summit, which is scheduled to take place on the 19th of October 2023 in Riyadh, and it is called as the Web3 Summit, Blockchain and Beyond. And the summit cars will cover topics such as blockchain applications in oil and gas, banking and finance, supply chain and logistics, smart cities and women in Web3, and Dr. Don Tapscott will deliver a 45-minute keynote speech, making his first appearance in Saudi Arabia. And the partnership guards aims to promote collaboration, research, events and consultations to support blockchain technology growth in the country. And the Web3 Summit will serve as a platform for knowledge sharing and networking in the field of blockchain. And the event guards will contribute to the advancement of blockchain adoption across various sectors in the Saudi Arabia. And this partnership guards is expected to have a significant impact on the development and utilization of blockchain technology in the kingdom and the MENA region. And the collaboration signifies a milestone in the progress of blockchain adoption in the region and Gaza partnership will combine the expertise and resources of both organizations to drive innovation and explore the potential of blockchain technology in various industries. So definitely, definitely positive news and Gaza have been saying this over and over again. Looks like Saudi Arabia is definitely taking the lead, not just in the blockchain space, but in technology and in artificial intelligence as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see, let's say, in the next three to five years down the line, who is the leader? Will it be the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia or will it be United Arab Emirates? Now, guys, we have some positive news regarding artificial intelligence. And this is the second news where the Dubai Future Academy is empowering 100 government employees by unleashing potential for generative artificial intelligence to elevate government work. So let me give you some bits and pieces of information regarding this news. Because the Dubai Future Academy's initiative by the Dubai Future Foundation will train 100 government employees to harness the potential of generative artificial intelligence in their work and the training program guards aims to equip participants with the necessary skills and tools to effectively utilize generative AI in government operations and the courses will cover strategic planning, information technology, research laboratories, labs and innovation within Dubai government entities and participants will learn about the fundamentals of generative artificial intelligence, its application and the importance of safety measures and regulations I'm really curious to see, guys, if there are other countries who are doing the same. But so far as I think Dubai as a city and UAE as a country might be the only country that is taking proactive steps in educating the staff and the program aims to solidify Dubai's position as a leader in adopting transformative technologies. And the training guys will focus on seven key pillars, providing a comprehensive understanding of generative artificial intelligence and participants will explore applications, successful use case and leverage artificial intelligence tools like ChatGPT for establishing new companies and driving growth in creative sectors and cause the importance of developing legislations and policies to keep pace with technological advancements will also be emphasized and the deputy CEO of the Bar Future Foundation highlighted the significance of equipping government teams with generative artificial intelligence skills and the initiative supports Dubai's vision of becoming a leading city in the technology-driven government work and Gaza the Dubai Future Academy has a brilliant office in Emirates Tower and I very specifically remember guys in 2016, 
that was the time wage to have an event on Bitcoin and it was called as the next money series. So Dubai Future Academy is definitely very proactive so far as technology is concerned and the leadership team guys aims to embrace the latest tools of future technology to develop services, products and solutions. And the initiator will empower government workers and contribute to Dubai's leadership in mastering new technologies and the Dubai Center for Artificial Intelligence launched by Sheikh Hamdan bin Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum will assist government entities in deploying future technologies. So definitely, definitely brilliant stuff. And the Dubai Future Foundation, Dubai Electricity and Water Authority, also called as DEVA, Dubai Media Council and Dubai Digital Authority will oversee the implementation of the DCAI's goals. Collaboration with relevant authorities will ensure that the successful realization of the center's objectives are met and the initiative guards aligns with Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum's directives to apply artificial intelligence technologies in various sectors and the generative artificial intelligence sector is expected to grow from $10 billion in 2022 to $110 billion by 2030 with a compound annual growth of 34.3%. And to be honest guys, this is only because of ChatGPT, isn't it? And the training program aims to prepare government employees for the expansion and advancements in generative artificial intelligence technology and the establishment of the DCAI cars reinforces Dubai's commitment to innovation and staying at the forefront of technological advancements. So definitely, definitely positive news. So those were the news cars from Crypto and Coffee Rate and Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a fast show rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, guys, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP listening to the Ask Me Anything series and I have a question by Mali who asks, why do you say negative things about Michael Saylor? Well look Mali, so far as Michael Saylor is concerned and his talks regarding Bitcoin, they're absolutely rubbish. Now if you follow his Twitter account, he does provide a lot of incorrect and misleading information. Now let me tell you the reason why he's doing that. Look, when you talk about Bitcoin, over 90% of the supply is already in the hands of billionaires like Michael Saylor millionaires, celebrities and early adopters. Now the reason why Michael Saylor is harping so much about Bitcoin, the answer is pretty simple. When he does that, he's trying to create the demand for Bitcoin and once the demand for Bitcoin increases, his existing net worth in Bitcoin increases. That is the only reason why he's no way trying to help people and Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy accumulating so much of Bitcoin is definitely not ideal for the Bitcoin ecosystem and Mali what would happen let's say if Michael Saylor decides that he no longer wants Bitcoin and he wants to go out and sell all of his Bitcoins, the market will completely dump and this is one of the dangers about having centralization or accumulation of Bitcoin. Now you could argue that Bitcoin is all about capitalism, everyone is free to own as much as they want. Now that is what I agree to. Now some of the points that he says regarding Bitcoin are outright nonsense. He's actually saying is that Bitcoin is the most powerful energy and he's saying some other nonsense as well. One thing which I did mention earlier as well, he did actually state that Bitcoin has never had a downtime. Now he did actually say that when Solana had a downtime. Now I kind of agree to the points that he said regarding Solana, but he needs to look at the facts because Bitcoin has had several downtimes. One of the biggest downtimes when Bitcoin blockchain did actually go down 
by well over 7 hours. He also mentioned that 1 Bitcoin is equal to 1 Bitcoin. This is 100% incorrect because Bitcoin is sold at a premium, especially called as Virgin Bitcoins or newly minted coins. So miners do actually sell them at a premium and this is the whole nature of fungibility and non-fungibility. This is something which he's not aware about. So that's one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of Michael Saylor. Another reason why I'm not a fan of Michael Saylor is because Mali, he is a part of Crypto Council Innovation. So he's in a position where in the near future he might be able to drive the Bitcoin mining industry. Let's say maybe switching from proof of work to proof of stake. And listen to this Mali. Michael Saylor's company that is MicroStrategy is heavily owned by BlackRock. And BlackRock is if not one of the biggest work companies with well over 13 trillion dollars of assets under management and BlackRock is actually working with Bitcoin mining firms where they are focusing only on renewable energy. Now could it be possible that directly or indirectly Michael Saylor will have an influence in the Bitcoin mining industry where he's actually focusing them to focus more on renewable energy and these are certain dangers that I do not like particularly regarding Michael Saylor. But other than that, what I really like is that he does have a free educational program where absolutely anyone in the world can gain free education and does involve Bitcoin and quite a lot of other things as well. But other than that, I definitely don't have absolutely anything positive to say regarding Michael Saylor. So those were the questions guys on the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my website area27u1.com. That talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating, and share the word across. And guys, remember Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. We have Crypto and Coffee Date, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. And of the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee Date works, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. Use that as an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye-bye.